Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. I am at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in my hotel room doing Dork Forests. That's right. Super fun. Local Dork Luminaries are coming into my hotel room. Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Good for him. Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. Mike Rickberg composed and sang the intro song. He sang with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen. Mike will sing at the end of the show his lyrics to the Mexican hat dance. You know, uh, that there's merch at JackieCation.com. You can get, uh, t-shirts, Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts, or just the Dork Forest t-shirts by Portland native Brett Chambers. And, um, they're all union made. They run a little bit big because of that. So plan that in your ordering. And, uh, orders include shipping. So it's good times. Anyway, so feel free to order that t-shirts or CD DVDs and whatnot. You can order some whatnot. You can also get everything, like all of my CDs and DVDs are available streaming. So you can get them on iTunes and Amazon and you can just listen to them on Spotify and Pandora. Also at JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com, there's a donation button. Feel free to donate to the Dork Forest. If you like the show, I would totally appreciate it if you threw me some cash. I'm kind of interested. Uh, this, th- these episodes, I think I need a new cord. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I'm sure I have $20 for a new XLR cord. But uh, the thing is, if you want to throw me some money, that'd be great. I use it only for good things. And a hundred bucks a year would be great. Ten bucks a month. Uh, I have not set made that easy by having a $10 automatic payment out of your debit card or credit card, because I don't like those. So every month, if you think of it, throw me 10 bucks for 10 months and that's a hundred dollars or do whatever you in whatever denomination you like. You can also order from Amazon through the Amazon portal at JackieCation.com, and that also supports the show and does not cost you extra at Amazon. Other than that, you can, if you like. You can watch a bunch of videos of me doing stand-up. You can go to my tour page and see all the uh, upcoming tours that I'm going to do and come and see me do stand-up live or a live dork forest. And now, an ad from this month's sponsor. Kind of exciting. And then the show. Hey, Rangers, this week's sponsor is Gen Con. It's a board game convention in Indianapolis, Indiana. Their slogan is, and this is true, the best four days in gaming. This year it's uh, July 30th through August 2nd in Indianapolis, Indiana. The badges are discounted $10 prior to June 14th, and you can get them online at GenCon.com, G-E-N-C-O-N.com, or via will call, pick up at the door. There's like 16,000 events and 350 gaming companies on site. There's literally something for every gamer. Andy's gone for two years in a row. He's going again this year. He'll do playtesting. And everybody playtests new games. You can meet people and play old games. You can just meet people. The greatest thing about this convention is that more people weren't standing in line to go to a panel. This is a this is a convention where people are actually playing games and it's really really fun. They're expecting a little more than 60,000 gamers this year, making it the largest longest running game convention in North America. 
And it's just really fun. It's G-E-N-C-O-N dot com. I'm going to go. There's going to be a live dork forest. It is July 30th through August 2nd. Come and play games, you guys. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm still at Bridgestone Comedy Fest, where the crime of the century is that the double clicks are not at the Bridgestone Comedy Aww. Festival. Aw, I'm with Angela Weber, one half of the double clicks. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. Have you addressed that there's a rubber barrel in your room? I have not addressed the fact okay. that there seems to be a visual. bit of a, I'm going immediately visual. Is it a Donkey Kong kind of situation? It, it's now not that I look made at of it? wood, though. It looks like a barrel, but looks very, very much like not a barrel. It is weird... You're right. This is hilarious. It's hard plastic. Okay. Okay. Hard plastic. Not good. Not good, but super cozy. Yeah. Yeah. Feet up. No, do it. (laughs) Make yourself at home. We're in my room, which I had to upgrade because uh, uh, $10 a night, they said. And I was like, I'm worth $10 a night. I'm worth $40 to have a bathtub in my room. Oh, yeah. I only bathe. I don't know about you. I don't shower. I bathe. Interesting. Me and the Japanese as a people. I'm my own people. Uh, I only bathe. I, I like to bathe. It's the only time I slow down. Oh, sure. So I like to chill the hell out in a tub. So make make yourself take longer and because, and because of that, I get a weird barrel and, uh, an extra bed. A bathing barrel. The bathing, the bathing. Take the top off. I will take a picture of this barrel and I will put that picture on the internet. Yeah. And then, um, it will not be synced up with this show. So people will have to go back in time and look at my feed. Oh, time hop. Exactly. Go back in time. So Angela Weber of the Double Clicks, yes. uh, it's at the Double Clicks on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff probably, yeah. right? And then the doubleclicks.com is your main website, YouTube slash the Double Clicks Bandcamp or the doubleclicks.bandcamp.com. Yes. And, uh, you play the guitar. Yes. And the, and the uke. Ukulele, yeah. Okay, all of all of your stringed instruments. Yes, uh, but holding ones, not like the cello. Your sister. No, I stand. You're a standing. You're the yeah. standing stringed instrument lady. Yeah. All right. I enjoy your songs. Thank uh, you so much. They are I humorous enjoy your comedy and educational. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank, yeah, we try. We try to educate. Try to uplift. <laughs> right. Try not to try not to punch down. Yes. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah. No, definitely not that. That seems rude. So uh-huh. I appreciate that you're not doing that. That's uh. I think an, uh, an excellent choice on your part. Yeah. We have like the old stuff. We learned about punching down. We mm-hmm. had a, a song that I think is mean about technical writers that I feel that we don't play anymore. That some people are like, <laughs> I like that song. It's like, I feel like it's mean to technical writers. Well, you know, Eminem has that same thing about, uh, uh, the closet song with his mom. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, mm, I think I might've hit a little too hard on that one. Yeah. The one about killing his mom. Yeah. No, that sounds. Are, do you, is your song about killing technical writers? It's about killing Eminem's mom. Oh, weird. Yeah. And coincidence, bringing it full circle. <laughs> when I think of hip hop, yeah. I think of you guys. Yeah. No, yeah, it's the real a, slim shade. technical. I mean, it's fine. It's really about boys that we don't like. Right? Oh, okay. But that was. And they happen to hold those positions. Yeah. I was doing a joke about, um, HR people and how much I did not enjoy HR people uh-huh. because many HR people that I've met are not cool. Yeah. Guess what? Not all of them. No, some of them are cool. Right. So I had a lady go, hey, you know, I do HR. And I could hear the sigh in her voice. Oh, no. of, if you could not slam all HR people, that'd be great. And I was like, I will try to figure out. And that joke never really worked anyway. But yeah. I think it's a it's a fair enough premise is yeah. the fact. Uh, but I think that I, I, I could figure out a more humane way to yeah. speak specifically 
to the HR person I don't enjoy versus right. all HR people. Yeah. That's hard. It is. It, oh, it makes the joke harder. Yeah. Yeah. Cause not, cause now you can't do jokes about regarding technical writers. You yeah. have to do a joke specifically about well, boys that are. We can't generalize people. It's horrible. It is very, much easier. <laughs> it is much, much easier to just generalize. <laughs> thank, thank God. Thank yeah. God that, uh, but it is a learned skill, stand up, you know, all, yeah. all the comedy of the world is that because when you first start, you end up just, you're a monkey. You throw things at the wall and you do whatever you have to do to get through the, yeah. the time and then you refine what is really you kind yeah. of thing. Then you try to make it good instead of just quantity. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't need just a reaction from you, whether it is positive or negative. Uh, I need positive feedback. That yeah. would be ideal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that is great. Okay. I kind of want to go for the more, what you said yes. were, the, were the more weird dorkdoms. Yep. Public documents, what on earth? You said, you dare of? you. To, or dare, to bore me to with bore. the minutia. Yeah. Well, so I was a reporter, um, that was my day job that I had. And okay. I, I worked as, uh, I worked as the architecture and development reporter for the, for a paper in town. Okay. Um, and so my favorite part of my job would be every morning I found an RSS feed that wasn't an official RSS feed on the, por- the city website. Um, cause when, when Google Reader was a thing, you could just yeah. sort of put a URL in there and it would try to find an RSS yeah. feed. And so I just put the city's development or something URL. And so I would get every time the city updated their website. Yeah. I would get a notification whether they posted it anywhere or not. Right. It was just sort of a back door. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So every time there was like a notice of meeting for their like internal stuff, like, by the way, we're having a development review of this building. <laughs> um, and, and it's mini got, muffin Monday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Gosh, I wish there were more mini muffins. I mean, sometimes there was like a cute picture of a child in a park and that was nice too. Oh, okay. Um, but because my specific job was basically to find buildings people were mad about because ah. that's conflict and that's the story. Right. So I would go in and then you find the, the development document, which they're required to like post on the building, right? You know, mm-hmm. like you see notice oh, right. of public meeting or notice of development. And then it tells you the potential issues. They're like already there. Oh. And so it's like, by the way, this is the wrong density and there's no parking. Okay. And, and then I would be like, yeah, perfect. <laughs> and find the like neighborhood association and just like... Go to the hey guys, meetings. did you know? Did it's you know? It's gonna be a problem, everybody. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> allow it's, me to be a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a stir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. It's great. Yeah. So you would, w- were they actual, were, they were just the notices. So you weren't, were you look, were you pouring over schematics or anything? Yeah, or? you could, you, they have everything attached. So they'll show you the building and then okay. you kind of try to figure out where it is. And there's, there was a lot of like, Portland trying to develop areas that weren't developed and like, we want to put a holiday in here or right, something right. like that. Um, and then there's always the problem because Portland uses bicycles as a way to get around putting parking. In okay. Anything. Ah, uh, is this boring? Okay. No, not yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> it and, was, <laughs> and so, not at all. uh, and so they would, uh, you know, did it, you, but you find wait. the number of parking spaces and know the formula and see, they're like they're calling it a bike friendly place in order to not have to Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, that was part of the the when they when they were building whatever, some strip mall or something. Yeah. There's not going to be enough parking because they're like 
We're Portland. Yeah. We're not going to need that parking. Sure. Everyone's, we're going to put in a bike rack. Yeah. And, oh, interesting. Yeah. So a lot of apartments going up in town or like multi-use buildings. And then they'll just, they'll basically take away the street parking by putting the apartment there. And then okay. not, and then not uh, make it up in any way, shape or form, yeah. even though people will have a, a car likely. at their house. Likely. I mean, not they good live... people in Portland. No, not, not obviously. Not Portlanders. <laughs> exactly. Not someone who's committed to their to their footprint being the size of a baby's. Yes. Even though babies, man, those guys. Ugh. Think about diaper usage. It's, uh, it's a terrible. Wasteful. Ter- wasteful babies. <laughs> when will they get their shit together? Huh? <laughs> Boom. Baby shit joke. I'll be over here. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. The other fun thing about that stuff was um, finding the way that the the city the 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 developers would just get around it okay um so they would be like well we want to put for example uh the hollywood theater in portland okay um has a really nice marquee and it's like a historic theater okay and they were trying to put an apartment building right next to it that would block that marquee oh. and people were freaking out about it because they don't want to block it and it was going to public meetings because it had a density problem it had like a parking issue oh, okay um but if you don't have a density problem, if you just like make – if I think they just ended up having to make the building like 18 feet shorter. They didn't have to deal with public meetings anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they had like all of these meetings trying to deal with the neighbor, neighbors, everybody being mad. And they were like, you know, we could just make – you just, you know, just one. shave a foot and a half off of this building and then we don't have to talk to these people. And then we could do whatever we want. We want. And so now is the marquee block? It is. They They put like a little bit of a – angle okay on it oh so they tried to they also yeah so it wasn't like gonna actually make anybody happy but it was like an effort <laughs> that made the developer that the made them look less monsters yes a little bit yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well it's funny because i just finished reading uh, a couple weeks ago but uh this book by john taft called stewardship mm-hmm. and he describes why none of the bankers were arrested after the crash of 2008 and 2009 uh-huh. and i had never known i assumed it was because um they have all the power. Right. And uh, it turns out that they had been in on the, the the lobbying and creating of many of those people knew exactly where the line was of the oh. law. So they – and what John Taft was saying, he said it was clearly unethical, everything that they were doing. It was not illegal because they had written the law – and so they knew where the law started and oh, right before no. the law was where they were all standing. Yeah. And he said, so it was a disaster and no one trusts bankers now. And yeah. I was like, well, people really never did. But yeah. uh, why do they not now? You are correct. That's so, interesting. But that's, yeah. that's not as much of a co- co- I mean, co- what's the word I'm looking for? Not a coincidence? No, consequence is going to jail. People oh. are not trusting you. It doesn't matter. Right. No, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're just, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So essentially the zoning people – I mean I think that that's a big part of lawyers' jobs to some extent oh, is yeah. to look for how close you can get to that line and not be um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Prosecuted I believe is the yeah. word I'm looking for Yeah. because uh, you can be persecuted. Yeah. Uh, it's people can throw red paint at you. Yeah. But it's not um, you know, but heaven forfend you kill a dog. Nobody's yeah. killed a dog, by the way. No no dogs nobody have died. In the, nobody nobody has been uh, no dogs were hurt in the making of this podcast. <laughs> so that's for the best. Yeah. So public documents. So it I mean it's all about zoning and planning and yeah. and is there more of that? What what else? Uh well the other fun thing I would find through this feed was anytime they had to have a meeting about anything. So there was a part where um, the city was doing 
a bid. Oh, this is so great. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but they were, they were bidding out renovations on one of the public buildings in town and they have this process that's supposedly it's supposed uh, to be quant- quantifiable. So it's not just like we're picking our favorite architect to de- design. This. Oh, okay. It was actually to build a new fire station. Um, but they had obviously doctored the numbers to get the favorite, their favorite oh. guy to win. Um, and, and so they had to have these meetings and there were, and like nobody. Someone uh, noticed that the, the, the well, numbers yeah. were a little fudged. Yeah. Cause they okay. weren't like following, like they were weighing things in ways that they weren't supposed to weigh things. And oh, okay. I got to do a FOIA request. Are you familiar with uh, freedom of information act oh. requests? Wow. Um, and then you get all the documents and they try to scare you away by giving you like a thousand pages. So you yeah. don't have time to sort through them. Mm-hmm. And then you look through and you do the math and then they restarted the bidding process and gave it to the people they wanted to anyway, because. Oh, it they, turns out, uh, the, the paper is not, the sword is mightier than the pen. Yeah. It was or, basically like they, they had the interview, the guy hadn't scored as well in the interview. Um, but they weighed something else more so that he would win. And then they just did the interviews again and gave him full marks. And so he won. Oh my God. Yeah. So they wanted what they wanted. They, and they then got a fire station. They got a fire station. Is it a good looking fire station? Uh, it hasn't been built yet. Okay. It's a guy who's never built a fire station before. He was very nice. I met, oh, sure. I met him. We got hot chocolate. Um, but there Why? was also, what's that? Why that did was, you? I don't know. That was you where got to, we went. You got to interview him? Yeah. Okay. For the paper. Yeah. And then. So you sat down. We had hot chocolate. <laughs> well, it wasn't like his fault. Like, right? It's right. the government. Like, we're like, this is my favorite guy. Yeah. But it's also, I mean. Well, and, and yeah. I mean, him working the angle of, I want to be your favorite guy. Because why wouldn't he want to be your favorite Oh, sure. Guy? Absolutely. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, the, that's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Uh, last couple episodes ago, I was talking about how, you know, there's plenty of pictures of Hitler playing with children and babies. Yeah. Not that the architect is Hitler. Yeah. But in this analogy, he is. Well, sure. <laughs> that's know. absolutely true. Have you been to a, uh, speaking of those, like a, a communism museum in, at all? No. Like, I, like over in Europe or in something? Eastern Europe. Yeah. So they have like Stalin and Lenin. They, they just were like, okay, every artist, by the way, I know there's genocide, whatever. Right. Please <laughs> just paint a picture of me like reading books with kids and playing in parks. And so there are just museums full of like beautiful art. About of, Stalin. Of Stalin. Of Stalin. Yeah. Of Joseph Stalin. Yeah. Doing things like planting tomatoes. Sure. Like, like any picture of Jesus where he's <laughs> hanging out with kids. Um, and teaching. Right. But in this case, it's the murderer Stalin. Yeah. Yes. And well, I, I I know that they hid a lot of those videos because they were propaganda videos of Hitler with children and dogs and they only showed, uh, him hiling himself and, uh, screaming into the microphone and and never, never smiling or only if he smiled, it was spooky. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, but they finally released him probably five or six years ago or something like that, a couple of them. And they were weird. Oh, yeah. But you, I mean, you, cause they just didn't want to make him human. And so I was raised thinking that he wasn't human. And mm-hmm. then you see him petting a dog and I was like, is he going to kill it? And he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't kill it. And no. he is, he doesn't grab the child and, and rip it in half like a monster. So <laughs> nothing happens yeah. that you think is going to happen in this home footage that is clearly propaganda footage of him being a person. That's weird. Uh, Clearly a flawed person. Allow the dork for us to state uh, openly that I'm against Hitler. Oh, yeah. And everything you stood for. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, uh, uh, let's go quickly. Yeah. 
to some video games that you enjoy. Okay. Yeah, please. Thank you. All right. What is Hearthstone? I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. Oh, no. Oh, big eyes. What uh, is it? This I'm, is, I'm not like the best person at Hearthstone, I just want to say, but it is a big problem in my life right now, which is I have a tendency to get a game and then I literally have to delete it from my life to oh, stop. Oh, there you go. All consuming. Yeah. No. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. Um, and so Hearthstone is, it's like Magic the Gathering, okay. but it's only on like your, your computer or your phone. Okay. And, um, have you played Magic the Gathering? I, yeah, just the, just the hard, the, 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 the I have real decks. one. Yeah, yeah, I have the real so one. So in this game, instead of having like mana that you also have cards of, yeah. you basically every turn you just get another mana. So you start with one and you get two and you get three. And so you can play more cards as it goes. As you go, cause you're saving up energy. Yeah. To, so to, it's basically exactly magic except that is the difference and okay. there's a lot of cool stuff because, because so what do you is, do when you don't have enough mana to, to play uh, make a spell to play a play a card yeah well you gotta well you gotta balance your deck so it's a deck building game so okay. you go through and you're like i want to make an all mechs deck which is like the robots okay and so you'll get oh, like oh wow so uh, they have different characters there's so many cards that's what's cool about it being okay on the internet i mean you can pay for more cards obviously or you can unlock them but there's also cards that like you Bring, summon a random two cost monster and it'll be random of all of Hearthstone. Like oh something God. you could never do with physical. Right. Cards. That you couldn't afford and, and there was no way, there's no way to buy all of the magic cards in all the world. No. And where would you store them? So. Exactly. But Hearthstone is essentially a deck building game and then are you playing, is it, is it online? Are you playing against yeah. others? Yeah, it's only online and so yeah, you can play against a computer but mostly you play random people. And that's funny. Oh, I did that for backgammon. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, they've tried to like cut down on trolling by you only have six things you can say to another person. <laughs> so there's like, greetings, that was a mistake, thank you, well played, um, uh-huh. and then something else. But people still manage to be dicks with only those <laughs> things. Like you're supposed to say like, oops, I accidentally cast that spell and da- damaged myself, right? right? But they'll like, when you make a mistake, they're like, that's a mistake. Uh-huh. It makes me so... Right, right. But that's, you know, that's funny because that's, uh, when I, when I used to play an online backgammon game uh-huh. on AOL in the late nineties, I think sure. it was, or early two thousands. And you, it was a drop down menu of five different things you could say and you could make it super sarcastic. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Mm. <laughs> I sense you are not being sincere because <laughs> of the drop down menu. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. is it a free game and then, then in game purchase? Or is it yeah. like four bucks and then in-game purchasing? Yeah, first one's free. First one's free, like the potato canish in Welcome Back, Cotter. That is a reference from the 70s. Okay. I'll be over here. Okay, so... <laughs> Sounds uh, delicious. A potato canish. You can also play with, with real people. And we have... You get an achievement for playing... If you're sitting in the same room with your friends and playing a game with them online, you get like a cool card back. Oh, wow. And so you can show all the people you're playing online. Like, by the way, I do have friends. I don't need this, <laughs> but I'm here anyway. Right. I am parallel playing in the same room with other people that I know. That yeah. I know. Yeah. So, so it obviously has some sort of GPS tracker on it so that yeah, it can tell if you're in the same. And then, yeah. yeah. And then they can all tell. And then they can tell and it's great. And, and so how long have you been playing that one? I've been playing, I've only been playing for like two or three weeks, but I started a Twitch channel just to like justify like I'm networking while I'm playing or like I get to interact with humans. <laughs> What's a Twitch channel? It's when you're live streaming gaming. Yeah. That's like what everybody does now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, to let everyone know that you're on or something? Yeah. And so they, it'll have like a camera on my face and then I'll be playing and I'll be like, oh. you know, to take candle or whatever. Oh, okay. People are saying. 
It's fun. It is fun. Is it, uh, how do you set up a Twitch? I don't know what a Twitch is. It's just twitch.tv. Twitch.tv. And yeah. then you just hook it up to your, the, the camera on your, on your daily bar. Yeah, on your computer. So it's all. It's got to be computer just because it has to have enough memory to run all of it. Yes. Although okay. the cool thing about Hearthstone, and I think other games do this too, is that you have, if you have friends on there, you can just watch them play in your app whenever they're playing. Oh, wow. And you can talk to them. So, like, if my friends are playing, I can go see how they're... Kind of like you're sitting over their shoulder just going, oh, nice. Exactly. Oh, that's fa- yeah. <laughs> Well, that sounds fascinating. Except you're not doesn't. breathing on their necks. Right. It's a little bit better. I remember uh, back in the back in the old-timey days when I would play video games, mm-hmm. and uh, there was always, you know, uh, I used to do a lot of childcare. That was one of my, my early jobs um, mm-hmm. in L.A., and... Um, there was a lot of backseat video game playing. Sure. Just like, no, go left, go left. And then eventually a child would wrestle from another child, the controller. It's ca- the, so, in the movie Hackers, that's called shoulder surfing. Shoulder surfing. That is a very nice term. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I called it backseat video game playing, yeah, no, but uh, a shoulder surfing, a little more streamlined. Like everything in the movie Hackers. I, you know, I never saw the movie Hackers. Oh, no. What yeah. is the movie Hackers? Uh, so it's got Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller. It's already and a I've win. already seen, I've seen it three times and I've gone to a live script reading because I have a friend who is obsessed with that movie <laughs> and he awesome. makes everybody watch it. And it's, it's got the worst script of all time. Oh, really? Kind of. And, and the, the costumes are amazing. Like there's a point where Angelina Jolie is just wearing a cricket uniform because she's a hacker and she's cool. Oh my God. Wait. First of all, Let's back up. Yeah. Let us talk briefly about the movie Hackers, a movie, by the way, I've never heard of. Yeah. Is it about people who hack into, like, the government? Sure. It's about a group of high school kids who love computers. And what year is this movie from? 80s. Um, Late 80s? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I was drunk that year, so that's fine. So uh, they – and a cricket uniform, is that a – what is that? Uh, it's just like she's got like knee pads and like a bug, like the bug cricket, or is there yeah, a- like I mean she doesn't have like short like it's just that's a cool outfit to have on at okay. that moment. At that moment she was rocking. And there's it. a lot of like colored leather jackets, and then oh, the yeah. guy who played Scooby uh, Shaggy in the Scooby Doo live action movie is right. in it. He okay, the same character. Wow, and he yeah. played the same character. Well, he's like very much like whoa, man, <laughs> and all of his hair is like long and in braids for some reason. It's nice. Wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. And then, so what is the uh, what what? So what is the plot of this uh, movie, Hackers? Uh, well, there's an evil hacker. Oh, who pretends that he's gone good by working for this like bank company as like the the guy that helps them fight off hackers. Okay. Um, and then uh, and uh, Pendulette is in it. Okay. He, he's like the guy who watches the server room. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and so this evil guy, he like puts a virus into the computer and the kids accidentally find it and then he tries to frame them. Oh, okay. For it. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's, I, the plot so, of it is not like the most, like it's mostly about the lingo. Right. For example, you're in the butter zone, baby, is a thing about having a cool computer. You're in the butter zone. Baby. Nope. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and, I forgot uh, yeah, the. Diminutive, but uh, I I might need to watch it. But here's because I'm always looking for what the the is there a love interest? 
Oh yeah, Angelina there, Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller. That's are, the guy. That's the guy. I think he is right. Yeah. Sure okay. And, yeah. And and they they fall in love, or or are mm-hmm. they in love when the movie starts? They well, she, he likes her the whole time. All right. And if you're in a movie and you like a girl long enough, eventually she goes on a date. With right. You. Right. Eventually it should work out. Yeah. It's, uh, unless uh, and does she eventually just realize that he's the one? Is that how it happens, or is there yeah, some she, huge reveal? Uh, eventually, he admits to her that she is leet. Oh, she and she's leet? like. You just had to say that to begin with instead of like they have like this hacking duel, you know, <laughs> and the, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. What's elite? Oh, she well, because she's elite, elite. She's like oh, a she's, good hacker. Oh, yeah. oh, so so it was essentially he acknowledged uh, her work skills. Yeah. Instead of just that she was the only girl in the movie. Right. Right. Which, you know, the whole uh, I went and saw the Avengers. Yeah. A couple of times uh, recently. I've and, seen it twice as well. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was on the Comedy Film Nerds podcast talking, doing a spoiler episode. Oh, wow. And um, if you have not seen the Avengers. Know in your heart that I'm about to talk about the Avengers <laughs> at minute 24. So uh, here's a scoop is I didn't um, – I was at Comedy Film Nerds, we were talking if it passed the Bechtel test. No. And it does not. No. But I couldn't remember if it passed the Bechtel test. I was like, I really liked it. Had a lovely time watching it. They have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again and I was with that in mind because – when we were talking about the Bechtel test, um, which is where uh, two women in a in a movie talk, two, two named female characters, two named female characters talk to each other, not about a man in the movie. Mm-hmm. They just have a conversation like people do, like about the mission, mm-hmm. about the project, about anything. So we're talking about this on Comedy Film Nerds, and we came up, Chris Mancini and Graham Elwood, myself, came up with the missing scene from that Avengers movie, which was at the party. When Jane and Pepper come up, mm. they should have cut to them having a conversation. <laughs> yeah. It would have been the great, it would have passed the test. Yeah. And, uh, Andy Ashcraft, my fella, was like, and not even at the party, just a, a smash cut to them having dinner together, mm. talking about business and science. Oh, sure. Like, like Pepper is developing something Developing for something for Jane. Yeah. 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 It would have been the greatest That'd be amazing. Make a one shot, you guys. Yeah. It, Joss, you listening? All right. Are you mad? Don't be mad. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, it would have been a, and, and it was just too bad. And then I watched the movie again with the, with that question in mind, right? Yeah. And at no time did any of the women talk to each other. There is one part and I saw it happening and I was like, Oh, it's about to, um, when Nat, can I just, yeah. Uh, she talks to Hawkeye's wife. Yep. Um, and she's like, Laura. how's, Na- how's Natasha, the yeah. baby, the unborn baby? Oh, right. And then they say, it's Nathaniel. Like, if they hadn't changed the gender of the baby, it would have passed the back. Oh test. my God. No. <laughs> but that was important to set up stuff, but it was still just like, oh, it's, oh, it's okay. It would have, it was a joke and, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, would it have passed the Bechtel test if they were talking about a, a – oh, because they were talking about a boy because he's a boy fetus. Yeah, if it, if it hadn't been a boy fetus, it would have been. Oh, my God. Wow, the minutia. Welcome yeah. to the Dork Forest, guys. Yeah. Well played. Well played. All right. So how about how, how about uh, – now, this is an older game, Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. Yeah. That one's been around for a while. I've yes. heard a lot about it. How have you not played? No, but is it, is it like sort of like the Sims and farm country or uh-huh. whatever the fuck? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's sort of, it's uh, like dollhousey, right? I mean, you're, you're, exactly. you're it's raising exactly animals. Like, you are, so you, you show up at a town 
and they're like, you're <laughs> the only. I want you to be Clint Eastwood. You just show up at a town. Yeah, have a gun. You have a car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't whistle. <laughs> um, you show up in the town. You're the only person, and everybody else is animals, which okay. is not really addressed or weird in any no. way. Um, and <laughs> no. then they they're like, oh, thank God, you're the new mayor. And so then you become the mayor of the town. And so you're the only person in the town that does anything. So you have to raise money to buy, to do public works projects (laughs) and like build a fountain. And everybody's demanding things of you. It's like, gosh, I wish there weren't so many weeds in this town. And so you have to go and weed everything. Okay. And then you shake trees and pick up the fruit and then you sell the fruit. And then you use that to buy new furniture for your house or a public works project. And then you like catch, you don't catch fossils. You dig up fossils. Put them in the museum. Oh, and you create a museum. Yeah, you nice, yeah. nice. You want to fill up the museum with one of every animal, like every fossil, oh, fish, okay. and insect. And the animals yeah. don't find this slightly inconsiderate to dig up their uh, animal graveyard and then put it in the museum. No, they never. They never bring it. <laughs> that up. never does come. That no. never does come. Well, up. they get happier when the the museum is full. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. But really, what it boils down to as a game is that you go, you get in the boat, you go to the island, you catch bugs, um, and then you get all the bugs because they're the most expensive thing in the game. Okay. And then you go back and sell them, and then you go back to the island. Oh, so that's the over task. and over and over and over again. Wow! All night and you never sleep. And you don't sleep because yeah. there's no there's no there's no reason to stop. Exactly, the right. bugs keep re- respawning. <laughs> right, they will respawn, so you can continue to get bugs until yeah. you die of exhaustion. Yeah, there's a, a game that I mentioned on this show a lot, uh, Middle Management of Justice. Yeah, and it is also a game because it costs, I think. Three dollars. Uh-huh. I mean, you can do in-game purchasing, but it's a one-time cost, three or four dollars. Mm-hmm. I forget what it is. And you manage a superhero team, and there's always another supervillain to fight. Yeah. And so I have looked up, and six and a half hours have gone by. Sure. And the sun is gone, and I am about to miss my gig. Yeah. And so uh, it's a great game because it's actually pretty well written because it's actually funny. Okay. And yeah. so, like, it's kind of sarcastic and kind of silly, and it's got it's got it hits all the beats, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Is Animal Crossing kind of funny? It the interaction. Uh, it's really weird. Like, it's <laughs> um, everybody's got a weird passive. Like, they all care very much about what other people think of them. Like, all oh. the animals are like, "Do you think Lola thinks I'm cute? Do you like my hat?" Like, oh it's wow, very like, like it's ben. not a healthy relationship. <laughs> Nobody has. Like and and then like everybody's in debt to the raccoon that oh, run, runs the uh, like home mortgage place. Like you can never uh, pay off your mortgage. You have to keep building a bigger house. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know that it's that's Ferengi math. Funny, like m- yeah. like you, the girl that you love, like not in game, but I do. Is your like assistant? Okay, and she's very stressed out. And like sad and just really wants you to like her. Like, I don't know that that's funny. That stresses right. me out a little bit. Right, right. That is I just actually, want everybody to get some self-esteem. <laughs> right. That is not a great self-esteem game. No. And now the huge game that you play yeah. is Minecraft. Yes. Which I have tried to play. And it's one of those games where if I gave it 10 or 11 hours, I'd be in. Yeah. I'm unwilling to do that. So tell yeah. me about Minecraft. It's great. I currently have it uninstalled on my computer because, because I can't. That's exactly like you'll be there for six hours and realize because it has a great 
you feel like the part of your brain that's like, I accomplished something is so triggered by that game because you're like, I'm going to build a house. I built a house. Wow. But Can, how long does it take anything. you to build a house? Well, it depends. So like if you're playing in survival mode, which is like the real way to play, you have to. Oh, dig. there's a couple of ways to play. Oh, sure. Yeah. Is there a versus mode or something or? Probably, I don't know. What? Like, so it's basically survival or creative mode. So if creative mode, you can fly around, you have all the blocks you want. Okay. And you can build anything. In survival mode, there are bad guys. And okay. there are, and you People have, who wish to thwart the building. Sure. So there's like, there's creepers who explode. Okay. And there's zombies who want to kill you. Okay. Um, and, and every time you want anything, you have to go dig it yourself. So you have to like punch down a tree and make yeah. an axe. And then you have to, um, you have to dig up some stone and make, you know, a thing. A, a oh pick. my God. And then you have to collect like, you know, hundreds oh my God. of individual blocks and build a house. Beginning of the game, you walk in. Mm-hmm. Empty world, just one building or oh, a bunch of trees. It's a bunch of, it's trees. It's a procedurally generated world. So it's huge. It's infinitely large. Wow. And there's different biomes. So you could be like in the woods or on a beach or in the, um, Jungle. You can be, or you, or, or is it just randomly generated where you start? It, it randomly, I think you always start in a forest, but you could okay. be next to it. It could be snowy or whatever. Okay. And then you could be in like the desert and you have lots of sand, which you can turn into glass. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So the, so the, whatever the, uh, settlers of Catan, whatever the project, project is, the product, yeah. you can turn it into the thing that it makes. Exactly. Like, do you know how to make brick? Yeah. And can you make like, out of clay? You got, like, you have to dig up the clay and then you have to make bricks out of the clay. Mm-hmm. And you make individual bricks and then you take those and turn them into brick blocks, which wow. you can use to build a house. So yeah, it's all about crafting. Okay. And mining. And mining. So, yeah. cra- oh, Minecraft. And, uh, yeah. so, and it's all pixels. It's yes, pixelated. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, just, it's 3D, but it's, um, it's just blocks. So survival mode, you're building, but you're also fighting. Or running yes, or... Yeah, so at night, the monsters come out. So you need to have a house by the first night or you're going to be killed. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And how long does it take to build that first house? Can uh, you make a simple... I mean, it's obviously level one, so they... Yeah, if you can find, like, trees and dirt and the tricky one is coal because you need a lantern because the monsters will spawn anywhere that it's dark. Oh. So you need to have So you torch. need to dig up some coal pretty quick. Yeah. And the, but you also need to like the the trees will create an axe. Yeah. And then what else do you need? What was the other thing that? Uh, so yeah, your tree. You punch down a tree. You get the sticks. Okay. Um, and then you'll build a crafting bench, and then you use that to make a pick. And you okay. need a pick to dig out to dig out coal. stuff. Yeah, the coal and rock. Okay. And that's it for your first day. That's it. How long is, is the day cycle in Minecraft? Is it, it isn't real time. No, it's like 15 minutes day and, okay. and 10 minutes night or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the, you have 15 minutes to build yourself some shelter. Yeah. Otherwise, 10 minutes later, you are dead. Yeah. Okay. That's, awesome. That's pretty great, yeah. actually. And then it just keeps going. So like once you have that, then you want to, you go underground, basically, okay. you get your pick, and then you're looking for diamonds to make a really sharp pick that you can use all the time. Okay. You're looking for gold, because you, if you have gold and redstone, you can make, like, electronics, so oh. you can make oh. carts that okay. you can, like, ride around and make a little train. Okay. Um, and uh, my my boyfriend reads up on stuff, and we got really into <laughs> creating, like, 
you need you need um food. You get hungry. Oh, do you? Yeah. So you have to kill pigs and stuff. And so you can create systems like exploiting the mechanics of the game such that like you know that pigs are going to be here. Yeah. And then you drive them all towards a waterfall <laughs> that you build and they will go down the waterfall. They will die while they're going down and the bottom will just be ham steaks that you can eat. <laughs> And so then you have like infinite ham steak. So is that you gaming the system? Yeah. yeah. I and mean, that's a kind of a big part of Minecraft. Is yeah. Like, is to figure out how yeah. to shortcut it. Yeah. People will build like things up in the sky that where, where you can spawn a bunch of monsters because monsters have drops that are like bones, which you can use to grow things and okay. you can make arrows out of the arrows that skeletons okay. have. And so they will. Have a place with like water, so basically all of the animals will drown, and then you'll get all their stuff. <laughs> it's a great game. <laughs> Sounds super dark, yeah, and amazing to me that that like everyone I know who's into it is somewhere between the ages of seven mm-hmm. and of course fifty. Yeah, but um, the kids love it. It's kids, the best. It is mesmerizing to children. Yeah, it is weird because of how. I mean, I suppose there's that sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. in doing it. There is, and and can you switch? Can you toggle between creative and survival? Yeah. So you could build a bunch of stuff. You can build like a fortress. You could build a fortress and then go back to survival mode. And you're like, look what I built. Oh, you can't get me. Mm. And uh, which is a total kid move to do. Oh, absolutely. And so where do you get that sword that I see for sale at Target? Uh, you have, okay, a sword recipe is one stick and then three either Diamonds or, you know, wood or whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh, to, the diamond one will last longer. Yeah. The wood one will do what it can. Yeah. It'll try. <laughs> it won't hit as hard. But it's real time. It's like, um, Andy mentioned it on a previous episode where the disintegration of things, not real time, but in, in game. Yeah. Where all of a sudden you, your shoes are worn out. Yeah. And you don't have enough rope to get there. So it's more like that. Yeah. It's got that kind of You've got, feel you run to out it. of stuff. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, how long can you last without food? You die. Well, if you get injured, and this has changed a little bit, but if you get injured, um, food will help you get better. Okay. But if you get injured and you don't have food and then you get hungry, you'll just, you'll keep acquiring get, pain and then you'll eventually die. You'll get worse I don't know faster. how fast it happens, but it's pretty fast. Yeah. Like it's not like you have a few days, like you're done. So do you, have you restarted the game several times? Yeah. I don't, people play hardcore mode where like if you die, you die. Yeah. I don't do that, but you, you do have to, problem is if you die, you have to go find your body and get all your stuff back in a certain <laughs> amount of time where it disappears. Um, awesome. So if you die in the, like in a cave somewhere, and and there are still monsters there. Like you can't get back because you don't have a sword anymore. Right. Right. Yeah, you have to just lead that body down there. Yeah. A very Ender's game. All right. Exactly. And you're like, all right, I'm going back to the giant. I'm going yeah. to go back through his body, and then, yeah. uh that's crazy. It's a really good way to spend a lot of time. A lot of time. And is there in-game purchasing in that? Is Not that one free? Really? Um, it was in beta for a long time, and then I think it's like ten bucks. And that's- okay. I don't it's know. It's a one-time $10 charge kind of? I don't know what you would spend money on necessarily. Right. Not because of creative yeah. level I mean, and you can make, toggle. People make mods for it. So like you can, I think you can pay money, maybe not legally for somebody. Like I have a Wonder Woman skin. So my character looks like Wonder Woman. Did you make that? No, I, I got it online. You, oh, you just, I don't know if I bought it or I, if it was free. And yeah. a, so, um, your, so your avatar looks like, looks like Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, 
So someone wrote a program. Yeah. So that you could, that, that integrates with Minecraft so that your person can look like something. Yeah. Otherwise, what does your person look like? Uh, sort of a dude. Okay. Just blue shirt and green pants. But boxy and pixelated as well. Yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And then now what kind of mods? Like they make other worlds or they make? Yeah, they make, you can make the, the, uh, bricks look like other stuff. Um, so like the grass will like either be cooler or be like all, it'll look like Lego. <laughs> People do things like where the whole world looks like Lego, which makes super a lot of sense. It with, does make sense. Um, and I had another, like I had one that made it all look like a Greek or like ancient <gasps> Roman city. So you can bake, you can make villages. And like, uh, NPC villagers will spawn, which is really fun. And okay. so then they were Not all wearing, character. wearing togas. <laughs> and there was like the Cyclops was like one of the big, uh, yeah. iron golems, the Cyclops. And so even the monsters cool. become themed. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's really neat. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny because I've, I've, I, there are children who wish to be on the dork forest. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is if you, if I were to ask, Young Bernard, it might work. Yeah. Uh, he might be able to explain as, as lucidly as you have. Yeah. But it, he Try. might just be like, hi, will you do a thing? And then you, this other, and you're like, okay, I'm going to yeah. need, I'm going to need all your words. That's, and you're 11. So, uh, <laughs> so it'll be a ki- bit. Kids come to our shows and, yeah. um, that's basically what I ask them. If it's like, I want to have a conversation with you. Do you play Minecraft? What do you do? Yeah. And so like a seven year old girl will just be like, oh man, I have, I have a pack of dogs and then we hang out. Oh my God. Um, Cause you can, you can, tame, you can make animals. You can tame dogs or okay. horses. Um, wow. So you can ride them. It's amazing. And there was, I went to my oh, friend's house fun. and her kids were both there, a little uh, girl and boy, and they were doing genetic experiments. Wow. So if you like, there's a way that uh, if you raise a cow <laughs> near mushrooms, it becomes a mushroom. So then if you shave it, you get mushrooms off of it. <laughs> it's, there's so it's much some sort in of that weird game. glitch in that game. Yeah. And, and you there's, can totally make it your own. Yeah. Is, there's so much going on. Wow. Yeah. No wonder everybody loves this damn thing. Mm. I mean, it's so much better than Angry Birds, which was yeah. successful for no reason as far as I could tell. Exactly. Uh, one of Andy's biggest problems with Angry Birds is that the physics were never going to work. He's like, it's all just lucky hats and lucky bats. It's never, you're going to knock down the thing or you're not going to knock down the thing and there's no way to get the, because the yeah. physics on the, on the pinch screen is never the physics of the world. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's amazing. I'm playing, um, Simpsons tapped out. Which okay. people have been playing for a thousand generations. It's this farm villi kind of okay. uh, dollhouse thing. Yeah. Uh, Homer blows up the town, so you have to rebuild the town. Sure. Uh, I just got in my free mystery box, uh, the, the tire fire. It's an entire, it's just a pile of tires that are on fire. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> It's and great. you get to go put that somewhere. I get to put that over in the corner. I put it right by Monsarno, um, my Monsarno uh, Corporation, which has been spawning mutant vegetables in the uh, yeah. in in the, in the town, and you have to blow them up. Sure. Um, Doctor Frank has created something to destroy them in bat in mass. Mm-hmm. So um, is that like a DLC based game, like a pay? Sorry, that's like you you buy things in there. Yeah, yeah, it it is a uh, free game. Yeah. Free, and then in purchase, in game purchases, almost accidentally bought some, some donuts. The, the, the donuts are the things that, that you can get 
interesting things. And I am at this point hoarding donuts. Yeah. My niece and nephew uh, played it when I first got it, used all of my initial donuts. <sighs> and then I was like, I would like more donuts. And so I, I've been playing it because, uh, Cletus's farm came up early in the, in the game. Yeah. And so. One of the things you could make Cletus do was plant corn, actual corn, which takes 90 days to come to fruition, but gives you $45,000. And so I planted it. Uh, I just harvested that corn about a week ago, which means that I have been playing that game for a little over three months. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, I don't think I'm going to plant corn again because then I'll know exactly how long, yeah. but there's part of me that kind of wants to plant corn every, and then know that I've been playing it for years. That's <laughs> but, great. Dr. Hibbert. Oh, I just got Ralph, Ralphie Wiggum. Yeah. I uh, built the Wiggum house and Ralphie Wiggum was playing puppy something where he ran in a circle for 12 hours. Sure. And, uh, and he was like, I had a crayon sandwich or <laughs> he's just Ralphie Wiggum. And How big is the town? The town is, I've gone, cause you can go to other people's towns. Oh. You build, you build crusty land. And you, uh, cause you build the town and the town is ever expanding. Oh, And yeah. then you can, you could take the Krusty shuttle and build Krusty land. Oh, and no. then, uh, and then we're, we're also, because it's Springfield, right on the ocean. Right on the ocean. So I built a boardwalk and I put a lemonade stand on it. Yeah. And it's very much playing house and it's, um, yeah, it's very fun though. And then you can go to other people's towns and, and Bart can, um, spray paint the dome of the school or oh. stuff. You can, you can graffiti things and, that's and awesome. Yeah. And that's fun. Sideshow Bob showed up and Sideshow Bob, hilarious. And, but the, the, the right, it's essentially Farmville, but ruder. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm playing that and I'm playing, I continue to play a game called Criminal Case where, uh, made by 23 year olds in Paris. Uh, I looked up the, the team, uh-huh. the development team. They're in Paris. That's awesome. That has to be a small team of the, cause the, the, it's set in America. You are solving crimes. It's a hidden object thing. Mm-hmm. You're solving crimes. With the dumbest clues. The killer wore red. He likes sunscreen and he eats sushi. Oh yeah. my God, it was Mrs. Wan. And so. These things that you obviously know about the killer somehow. You obviously know about the killer through, he flosses a lot. And, <laughs> and there's six clues and they, and you do it. And, uh, but I finished the first arc of the game and now I'm in the second arc of the game. And the first arc of the game, was it's set in America and, and it's an America that clearly the entire development team knows from television and movies. Oh, great. So it is both racially and sexually inappropriate. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just one after. I am currently in something that they have called, uh, euphemistically, the inner city. Oh no. And you're like, guys, what's gonna happen? And I'm just tapping it very gingerly. <laughs> oh, I don't want don't talk to the Chinese lady. What do you what's gonna oh. happen? There's a Russian Chinese war that's happening, uh among oh. immigrants, and it's this speculative fiction about what immigration is like in the United States. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, not accurate, gentlemen, but I'm in. I wanna find the broom and the yeah. victim's body and it's all gonna work out. Yeah, give me something to click on. That's awesome. <laughs> That's it. Double clicks. Yeah. Hey, that's, talk to that's look at that. It's at the double clicks on Twitter and Instagram and all that. Yeah. And it's, um, it's just slash the double clicks on everything else, right? Exactly. YouTube, uh, the double clicks dot band camp. And then, um, and I'm talking with Angela Weber just so, just so we check in and everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you, so you, 
uh, and your sister, yes. clearly nerds of a great order. Yeah. And so you said, I want to do, uh, t- tell probably for the first time ever why you came up with the name. Double oh, clicks. the double clicks is not, it's not a significant Anything? name. Um, it's we were looking for a band name. So for a while we were Angela and Aubrey Weber version 1.0. <laughs> And then we were Aubrey and the new queen of nerd rock, which I kind of like. And then we were the narcissisters. But then we were like, it should be something too and nerdy. And so we don't have to explain right, over those and things. Over again. And I think, feel like Double Clicks gets it across. Oh, totally. Totally gets we it. We think our cousin came up with it, but she doesn't remember doing oh, that. Oh, she so. denies it. All right. Well, then good. She doesn't get any back end. Yeah. And uh, now this will go up probably. Well, I wanted to, I, uh, I'm hoping to put out a lot of extra episodes because, uh, this month's sponsor is Gen Con. Oh, hey. And Gen Con is sponsoring the Dork Forest Gen Con, the best four days in gaming. And, great place. uh, it is a great place. It's a fun board game convention in Indianapolis. Ran into you guys last year there. Yes. And, um, we surprised you're going you in a hotel. <laughs> and you surprised me at, uh, a weird. Oh my God. In Santa Cruz. Yeah. Andy was there, uh, Substitute teaching or, or filling in for guest lecturing at UC Santa Cruz for game design. Uh-huh. And we went to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and on the door in. was a poster, the double clicks. And I said, these are the double clicks. I told you about them. We walked in and there was Joseph Scrimshaw standing there and you yeah. guys were weeding up. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. So it was weird. What was the name of that? It, Nerd that? night out. Oh, the crepe place. Oh, it was a crepe place. That's it's right. Called, we, just called the crepe place. And we had crepes for dinner. They're weirdly great. enough, they were excellent. They yeah. were excellent crepes. And uh and you let me do a guest set. Thank yes, you very much. You were kind enough to do a set. It was great. That was so strange and random. Yeah. And I think Brian Tatoski was the one. Uh, oh yes. Was the one who was like, "You guys would like each other." Mm-hmm. And so, and it's finally like happening, years Brian. Ago. Exactly. It was yeah. at least three or four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so and, Bri- and Andy went to college with Brian Tatoski. Yeah. That's great. So, uh, oh, they've great. known each other for some time. The world is very small for seven billion people, you guys. Yeah. Get out there, meet other rangers, do what you need to do. Learn the, learn the ins and outs of it all. Mm-hmm. So are you, uh, so I usually ask people what they're reading. Yeah. You reading anything fun? I am reading a book right now. Oh gosh, I shouldn't tell you about it because I don't know the name. It, it was just on my Kindle somehow. Oh, and weird. I was, I was at home and I didn't <laughs> have wifi, so I'm reading it, but, um, I, I read, I've been reading Jasper Ford. Ford? Do you know him? Who is, I do know him, and yeah. he's allowed that extra F because he is Welsh. Yes. It is not an affectation. Yeah. His books which, are so good. They're really good. They're they're better than they have any right to be, quite mm-hmm. honestly, because they're goofy. Yeah. They're all um nursery rhyme characters. Yeah. Or or not. Yeah. But which one which one are you? I've read all of them now. Oh, I love have you. the the last Dragon Slayer series which is about a girl, Jennifer Strange, who okay. is basically like the competent person in charge of a house, of a, of a series, a place of wizards. Okay. Um, uh, like the last remaining wizards. Um, and she's like 12 or something. <laughs> okay. Um, and she's great. I mean, it's like a competent lady trying to get stuff done. So trying to get some competent 12 year old girl. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah. And then the Thursday next series, which is a book right. about, Books, which it should not be good. Like it's very right. like, super derivative, and you're like you're a snake it's, eating its own leg, and yet it's fascinating. It's what was I? Do you remember the the book where uh, it was like a Rocky Horror Picture Show like experience where they would go and see a Shakespeare play, and they put it on every night in the audience. 
This is the winter of my discontent. And the, uh, that's Richard III, I think. Every night they would, they would, there was a production of Richard III and the audience, or once a week or something. And the audience would go and they would, it would call in response. Yeah. The audience would yell, what, what, what is it? Uh, what winter is this? And then the play would begin when they said, this is the yeah. winter of my discontent. I forget which one that was. And then I read the Humpty Dumpty one where, yeah. the, where Humpty Dumpty was killed. Yeah. So those are the two that I've read of Jasper yeah. Ford. He also has a great one called Shades of Grey, yeah. which is only one in a series, but it's... Uh, oh, it's a one-off? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's going to be more, but right. it's my favorite one, obviously, because there's no more. Um, <laughs> right. But it's a dystopian future thing where... Everyone can only see like one color, um, and it's it's have oh, you like read like the Giver? Yeah, sort of. So, yeah, so it's like it's like a YA thing where, with like like Insurgent or yeah. like all of those dystopian future. Yeah, but it's really good. <laughs> oh, right, right. Um, Which the Giver was yeah. not. Yeah, uh, the Giver was okay, but it was like I was like, I see what I see what's happening. Yeah, I've I'm been not. reading a lot of dystopian because that's what every like every young female protagonist is these yeah. days. But um. It's not YA. It's not trying to be YA. Okay. So it's really great. Shades of Grey, and it isn't 50 of anything. No, yeah, and I think that may have been the problem. That might have been the problem. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, my father has always said about dystopian, and he has not always said this. He said it once. He doesn't even remember saying it because I was telling him about some book I was reading about the dystopian future, and he goes, dystopian, dystopian, look around. We're in a dystopian present. Yeah. You know what uh, the future is going to be like? Just like it is now, your car is going to be 10 years old. You're going to be fine. And I was like, wow. Well, hey, Captain Cheerful. Yeah. Well, that's, have you read Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale? Accidentally 20 years ago. Yeah. It's yeah. The, it's yeah. the most depressing book in the world. I used to do a joke about, uh, about, um, Sarah Palin, uh-huh. uh, she would be the president of, uh, the future in The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> and, uh, I, d- uh, I did that as a Twitter joke. Uh-huh. And Margaret Atwood tweeted at me. Oh, wow. How crazy is that? And said it was a little dark. <laughs> and I tweeted back and I said, I don't think you get to say that. You <laughs> wrote the book. Yeah. She's the, so cool. She was, and oh my God. I talked to her, um, Two tweets. That wasn't really talking to her. Yeah. But I felt like I talked to her and yeah. I was like, that's a national treasure right there. Canadian, yeah. but national treasure. She's amazing. She's amazing. I would yeah. never read another book. It was like, I read, wow. uh, Prayer for Owen Meany. Yeah. And nothing else. Yeah. Two, I still have dreams. I still have nightmares about a Prayer for Owen Meany. Yeah. Cause well, it Handmaid's was so. Tale, you think about every day. Almost every day I think about the Handmaid's <laughs> Tale. It's like, no. No, I don't want to live in, oh, why is everyone, well, Texas, calm down. It's not that, why do you, there's a lot of people on the planet when you shouldn't care. Oh, okay, you care. I, can't you just care about your own? No? Okay. You got to care about everybody. Uh, and uh, there's no way to undo it. There's no way to undo no. some, some books are in your brain and affect you every day. Yeah. It's weird. It's like they sort of bring the world to life. Mm-hmm. And so I have this theory that, um, that some, some of the great authors, like some stories are real in a parallel universe. Sure. Because nobody's that smart. Yeah. Essentially, somebody dreamed the world of Tolkien had a connection. Yeah. And that's how he was able to create that, that total world and recreate it. Yeah. And to some extent, uh, to, um, JK Rowling. Oh, sure. You know, and, um, which I love. I love Harry Potter. Yeah. And, I know it isn't as well written as Tolkien, but she wasn't a philologist either. So whatever. Yeah, she was just a nice lady and uh, and a good writer and super fun. That's great. So I'm in. Yeah, she's amazing. I, w- I complained on the internet the other day that all 
that not all male authors tend to write women who all sound the same and men that all look the same. Because I've been noticing in sci-fi that like women get like a page long description of how attractive they are. Yeah. And men are just like, he was gruff, right? (laughs) And somebody replied and their counter example was Harry Potter, which was written by a woman. Right. And it was just, yeah. He's like, well, Harry Potter's descriptive. And it's like, yeah, yeah. That's a woman. That's yeah, a woman writing that. Ha- anyway. uh, my favorite, uh, Louis L'Amour versus uh, Zane Grey. I could talk about it, you guys. What is that? Uh, Louis L'Amour and Zane Grey both wrote Western novels. Uh-huh. And Zane Grey only wrote... If you've ever read a Zane Grey, he describes the the landscape. He describes the land forever. Uh-huh. Forever with the light playing on the rocks and the, and the, and the, and the, and the mud caked milkweed and uh, yeah and then louis l'amour does some of that but he also has like and all of zane gray's characters are like three sentences of and then he shot him and uh, <laughs> louis l'amour he was dark he right, had a hat he had a hat it covered his uh it covered his eyes and uh <laughs> but the uh but louis l'amour you know yeah he had a hat that covered his eyes and he shot him yeah. But he was also a dude yeah. who had a childhood and a life. And you're like, oh, well, that's neat. And I wonder, I would like to actually reread. And the Louis L'Amour novels are all almost exactly 180 to 220 pages long. So they are what I like to call a quick read. Yeah. And uh, I, But there's usually a woman because the, the lone guy comes to town and he's there to help. Yeah. And so he meets a nice lady and then it's a little bit of a romance novel the the, the yeah. Louis L'Amour novels. I mean, when you meet a 60-year-old Vietnam vet who's like, "Yeah, I only read Louis L'Amour novels." I was like, "Really? Have you ever tried any uh Nora Roberts? She's amazing." <laughs> uh they same will diff. same diff, same diff and they will not be abused. Yeah. But uh but yeah. it, actually that's not true. The the one guy I did try that on was like, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so he was a pretty good sport about it. Yeah. But um but I wonder if that's true of Louis L'Amour. Yeah. I, I yeah. Probably. Probably. Oh, it could be because the all of his characters are just better drawn than they not need to be, but are often the case mm-hmm. of Westerns. And so but I bet you the descriptions of women are longer because of their clothes yeah. or because of some damn well, thing. Because they have to say exactly how much you want to have sex with them, regardless of whether that's relevant. I don't know. Right. When I started noticing that, it uh, it it ruined. ruined Yeah. That will will color. Yeah. That will, that will color when you're trying to read a book and you're like, Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. All right. You just got to turn off the feminist brain to enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. And just sort of let it wash over you a little bit. There was, um, I was reading some romance novel a couple of months ago and the author Sometimes in romance novels, they, they have a message. They all do. They all have some, whether it is a right wing or a left wing message. Oh, interesting. There's always this sort of, well, you should probably get your shit together or be nice to people or uh-huh. help the poor or do something. And, uh, this woman, she was writing about essentially the protagonist was heavy, was a heavier woman. Uh-huh. And, uh, so she would get made fun of at the balls oh, no. and you're like, I'm trying to read a book here. Yeah. And, and it was fine in the end. Cause you know, it's a romance novel. She's yeah, gonna, she got, she she got. turns out she's going to meet a guy who likes it. Yeah. And, uh, and it all worked out. So, and he was super handsome. And, uh, thank God, thank God for that. <laughs> thank God he was handsome. <laughs> That's great. I am dorking out myself on, on, on this type of thing. Yeah. So is there anything you're watching? Um, oh wait, do you think, so do you think the Kickstarter will be happening in the next couple of, uh, it's ending on June. Okay. Fifth or something like okay, that. Okay. So Second. 
this should still be going. Yeah. And it's the new album. It's the new album. It's called President Snakes. President Snakes? Mm-hmm. All right. Throw yeah. down. Yeah. And uh, and then you guys will be at Gen Con. Yes. And then you do you have dates at double click, thedoubleclicks.com? Yes. Your tour tours are all on there? The tours are everything. That's it. And then uh, and Bandcamp, can people listen to the song and then buy it? You can listen to everything we've done for free on Bandcamp or YouTube mm-hmm. and then buy it on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Or do whatever you do when you when you buy stuff. Yeah. That's excellent. Uh, I put up a Bandcamp thing, just a couple of stories because uh, I'm supposed to figure out how to use Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. And so far, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. But so is your albums or just sort of? There, well, there was a 15-minute story and then a 7-minute story. Okay. And so – I don't have them set up with a preview. I'm like, you have a dollar. Just give me a fucking dollar and yeah. listen to the story and you'll enjoy it. And so it has come to pass. Yeah. It's only been up for a couple of days. <laughs> People have given me ones and ones of dollars. It's Excellent. all worked out. Great. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm just trying to figure out Bandcamp. But so, hey, everybody, go see the double clicks. And uh, Angela Weber, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening, Rangers. Take care out there. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?